0: Okay, can you hear me? Yes Okay, so I haven't named the show yet I've been thinking about I don't know if I'm just going to call it Othello's life or just life I don't know yet, I'll figure it out a little later So Today is Thursday, February 27th, eight twelve p.m. So, welcome to the show, Mr. Brasley. How you doing today?
1: Good. Glad to be here.
0: So, what you got in your hand?
1: It's a green notebook.
0: Okay, well, I mean, what is it for?
1: Uh, you told me to write, write some stuff in it So I did
0: um, Well This is what I would like to do I would like for you To read What you wrote into the microphone So make sure you're close enough to it
1: Title says, what's on my mind? First thing, I did this as a list style kind of thing. Listing what's on my mind, you know? It says, for number one, one thing that's on my mind today is how girls always try and fight boys, but say we can't hit them back. Second one says, another thing on my mind is how the teacher said, I was sexually harassing a girl, when all I did was ask the people who were doing it about it. The third one says, another thing on my mind, now, how on the bus ride home, I was falling asleep on the bus, and I didn't trust the guy sitting next to me, so I tried my hardest to stay up. The third one, wait, no, the fourth one says, another thing in my mind is how I'm hungry and thirsty because I don't eat or drink anything at school. Something that's always on my mind is when I'm hiding or riding the bus or anywhere I go and I look at the cars passing by and see which cars I would drive to school. Another thing on my mind is at Prospect, there were two guys making fun of a girl who who supposedly had herpes and then i asked the boys who were making fun of her she got herpes quoted and the teacher wrote in the report that i was sexually harassing her with the other boys and then when one of the boys from fell out of his chair i got up playing like i was going to hit him. And because he refused to get up. The teacher said that I was holding him down. What was going through my mind. Was how. When. got How when she got herpes. That didn't make any sense. When she never. Even had her first kiss. If some. One ain't never. Even had the first kiss. And the other thing I was like, it'll be funny if I do this, right, when I was talking about pretending like I was going to hit the guy. The last thing on my mind is after this, I want to eat, take a shower, and do something else, like transformers or something. The last last thing on my mind is when I was walking from the bus stop, I wanted to stop at the donut shop and the gas station.
0: So this part, I'm gonna be able to cut it out because this is just going to be instructional. Um, The you got to get in on the mic. You got to get in and just kind of be like like this. Uh, Hold on a second. Okay, test that one out and see.
1: Testing, testing, testing.
0: Yeah, you got it. When you don't, when your eyes turn, don't turn your head. That's why you got to get in the position to where you just look straight, that you're looking straight across. So, scoot in the chair more. Okay. Let me see. Say something. Testing. Okay. So, now... We're back. And I know I asked you to write out what was what whatever was on your mind. And that sounds vague. It 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 sounds um like there's nothing really on your mind so i don't I don't know where that came from um but like I think we'll reread number three
1: another thing on my mind is how on the bus ride home I was falling asleep on the bus I didn't trust the guy sitting next to me so I try my hardest to stay up.
0: So why, what made you think that you couldn't trust this person? And why would you think you couldn't trust him?
1: Because on the first day on the bus, on the afternoon bus, the dude, there's like this extra dude who sits about two seats behind the bus driver. And I usually sit on the second seat behind the kid who gets on the bus. And he sits in the first seat. And basically we're on the same row. We're not on the same exact seat. And so I'm looking out the window and I see in the reflection this dude just keeps staring at me. So when I turn over to go see him, he turns his head like kinda fast to where like basically doing something that you shouldn't supposed to be shouldn't be doing and then you get caught doing it. So you try to hurry up and get, you know, out of the situation really fast. Turned his head, pretend like he was on his phone, and then when I was turned around again, I looked in the window and saw him doing it again. And so there, I think that that's what I don't trust him.
0: So you don't trust him because he was looking at you? Yes. And when he looked at you, how did that make you feel?
1: Like he was going to try something weird.
0: But you guys are sitting across from one another. He's on one side of the bus. You're on the other side of the bus, right? Yeah. So what did you think he was going to try? I don't know. You had to know something. You felt a certain way. Something caused that feeling.
1: Well, something ran through my mind as as he was doing this. Since the other kids on the bus was gay... I thought that maybe he maybe had something to do with it.
0: So, what was number 1? One?
1: one thing that's on my mind today is how girls always try and fight boys, but say we can't hit them back.
0: So what provoked that thought?
1: Uh, just that day, there was this, this girl who keeps trying to say, say something to me. Whenever I say something back to her, she always be like, you don't want to fight me, though. And I'd be like, of course I don't, because you're a girl.
0: So what did she say? Oh, she
1: had called me ugly. And then when I started roasting her about about her, I started roasting her and stuff. She kept getting mad and very offended. But I said, but she was doing the same thing to me. So why is it unfair for me to do it back? And then she said, because I'm a girl. What you want? But then when she said, let's fight. I said, no, I won't hit you because you're a girl. She said, oh, it don't matter. But you just said you were a girl, so I couldn't roast you.
0: So what do you what what do you think caused that? Her? No, not who. What do you think caused that? So why do you think she called you ugly?
1: Because she just didn't like me. Why
0: do, Why do you think she don't like you?
1: I don't know. Maybe she just looked at me and just decided, hey, I don't like that person.
0: Something else, my sound is coming through perfect But yours keep coming in and out And I'm not sure why it's going in and out So What was on the next page this Because I know you had a gap between the Between the, the things
1: This one says, what's my problem? I'm going to read it. My problem is that whenever I get mad, I get mad, I do dumb things. When I get to where I don't feel like doing anything, I make dumb decisions. It's something I am just, sometimes I am just encouraged too easily to do dumb things. In conclusion, my problem is that I have no impulse control over doing dumb things. Read that again. My problem is that whenever I get mad, I get mad. I do dumb things. When I get to where I don't feel like doing anything, I make dumb decisions. And sometimes I am just encouraged too easily to do dumb things. In conclusion, my problem is that I have no impulse control over doing dumb things.
0: So now I'm confused. Because you say you have no control. It seems to me like you have control. You just don't exercise control. And it seems to me like you're not sitting down or not sitting down, but you're not taking the time. To think about your actions that you're thinking about taking. For example, oh, I wanna go hit this dude in the mouth. Instead of thinking about the consequences of that, like if I go over there and hit this dude in the mouth, how is that going to affect my life? Well, one, you'll get suspended. Two, you may go to jail. Three, you may end up getting sued. And with just taking those three consequences into consideration, are those three consequences going to get you where you need to be? Is it going to get you to your goal? Because the goal is to go to school, learn everything you can learn, So that when you graduate and go to college that you have tools that would allow you to be independent and make it in this world without anyone's help. So impulse is you feel a certain way and then you turn around and just act on that not looking at the consequences and how that's going to negatively impact your life. That's what that says to me. And then after the things that you call dumb are done, then you sit back and you think to yourself, wow, what if I would have had, why didn't I like, Walk away. What if I had just ignored him? See, those are things that you're going to have to learn, because if you don't learn them now. You're going to learn them going in and out of jail and prison. Because when you sit in that jail. And you got, let's say, 90 days. All you're going to have to do, all, all you have time for is to think. And you're going to be like, wow, three o'clock? Normally I would be doing this or normally I would be doing that. But now I'm sitting here in this small room wearing these dingy clothes. In here with somebody that I don't want to be in the room with or the cell with. And then you start to say to yourself, okay. If I, what if I didn't do this or do that that got me here? I wouldn't be here. You would be doing your normal routine at 3 p.m. So. Those are the things the tools are thinking about. What you want to do and then thinking of at least three negative consequences if you do what you think you're going to do, and then stand because impulse is an emotion, I believe, but I'm willing to look it up to make sure. Let's Google it. And, let's Google it and see. What's the definition of impulse?
1: Here's the definition of impulse, a sudden, strong and unreflective urge or desire to act.
0: So a sudden, strong and unreflective urge or desire to act unreflective is not thinking about the consequences of the action if you take it. And then the second definition is a driving or motivating force, an impetus. And then it gives an example, an added impulse to the process of renewal. Then the first definition um, example I had almost irresistible impulse. I had an almost irresistible impulse to giggle. So I think the. The the number one is the best one. A sudden strong. And unreflective urge. Or desire to act. So if something is strong. The opposite of strong is weak. So if you act, you don't have the strength to control yourself. So. If you don't control yourself, then you're going to be out of control. And then you never know what's going to happen. And that can go positive or negative. So in order to be successful just for the day, just for the day, every action or every impulse has to be looked at in your head. And those three uh, consequences have to you have to go through those consequences and keep practicing that. And then you'll get to a point where you look at something and you'll say, I don't want no part of that. That's not going to get me where I want to be. That's going to take my happiness. That's going to derail me. It's going to make me crash. And that crash is symbolic to you being in the office and them giving you a suspension. Which is going to hurt you. Because now there's three, four, five, two days or whatever the suspension is. That you're not going to be at school. And that's going to put you that many days behind. And so, for example. The chore is the dishes. But let's say. That. Today is Monday. And this is 7 o'clock. This is the time you decide to do the dishes. But let's say you don't do them Monday. At 7 p.m., you don't do them. You look at them and say, oh, that's not a lot of dishes. Tuesday rolls around. What happens?
1: The dishes build up.
0: Okay. Wednesday, what happens?
1: They build up again. Thursday. They continue to build up.
0: Now, Friday, you decide to do them. What is, what is that? What is those dishes going to look like versus Monday if you wait until Friday to do the dishes?
1: A mountain of dishes.
0: Which means?
1: It's going to be a lot.
0: It's going to be a lot harder. So if you do them a little bit, that takes a... Five or ten minutes to do, but if you wait till Friday, then you got Monday's dishes, Tuesday's dishes, Wednesday dishes, Thursday dishes, piled on top of Friday's dishes. Now you're sitting in there looking at all that and like, wow, I don't want to do this. That's the process that you got to use in your decision making. What is going to be in your best interest to do them Monday or to do them Friday?
1: do the to do the Monday, Monday
0: same way what is your what's going to be in your best interest when you're sitting in that classroom and everybody else is out of control what's in your best interest
1: to not go out of control with the rest of them
0: exactly and that's just taking it one day at a time that's not looking ahead and say oh, I've got to be this way thirty days from now it's just taking it one day at a time because one day at a time is like Monday's dishes. Very light. But if you start to pile on more days. We're getting way ahead of yourself. You start to put more pressure on yourself. Which brings in anxiety and stress. So if you take just one. Day at a time. And deal with just that day. You will find yourself. Under less pressure. Under less stress. So. That's something, if I was you, I would take a pen or something and write that in a notebook and say, you know what? Today, I'm just going to deal with today. And that's it. My goal for today is to go to school on time, participate in class when I'm called upon, doing what I'm supposed to do while I'm in class, whatever that class I'm in, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do in that class. If I'm in math class, I'm going to do math. I'm not going to focus on what's going on around me. I'm going to listen to what the teacher, what instructions the teacher gave me. I'm not going to worry about what ABC is doing. I'm not going to worry about what XYZ is doing. I'm only going to focus on me because taking care of Your business is a full-time job. And not getting caught up in the silliness that goes on at school, participating in the class clown because it makes you seem cool, because I'm part of this too, or laughing at stupidity. Just let them do what they do and stay focused. One day at a time, one class at a time negativity and things that you define as stupid. Don't fall into that hole. Don't fall into the stupid hole. Let, dodge that. Ooh, I'm not stepping in that. Pretend that the stupid hole is full of dog shit. And you're buck naked. And you're walking along. And you don't pay attention. And you fall into that mushy, fresh, 300 pounds of hot dog shit. How do you feel?
1: Disgusted.
0: Exactly. That's when you fail. Most people feel disgusted. When they set out to do something and they don't achieve it. They feel disgusted. Some people. But now. Now. You got to dig, dig. You got to crawl out of that hole. And while you're sitting there trying to get out, the dookie is just sticking to you. All in the armpits. All in your legs. Your neck deep in it. And now you got to get out of this hole. How do you get out of the hole? No one's there to help you. How do you get out? On your own. I know, but how? You're in a hole. It's six feet deep. You're five two. You're buck naked. There's no ropes or strings or vines. It's just a dirt hole.
1: Use your use your hands and feet to kind of shim your way up there.
0: Right, you're probably gonna have to dig up dig a couple of hand holes. You know what I'm saying? But by you're sitting there digging the hand holes so you can get a grip. You know what I'm saying? To put a, a hand, to pull up. You got to dig one for the foot too. So you got to hold on to one and you got to scratch like a dog and dig a hole to put this hand in. To pull up, to do this. And you got to be strong because that's going to take a little time to get your fingers in there th- deep enough so that you can get strong hold on this so you don't fall back. Otherwise, you fall splash back in. The, it's like falling into a swim pool. Back into the dookie again. Now you got a n- fresh coat. Cause it was he was hanging on for a while, so it started to dry and get crusty, and now you not fell back in there. So when you do that, it's like frying chicken. It's moist. You put it in the flour. The flour sticks. Pretend that's shit, and it's sticking to you. Now you want it to be extra crispy. So what do you do? You let it dry a little bit. You dip it back in there again. Now you got two coats of dookie on you. Each time you fall in, you get another coat of dookie. That's how you got to visualize it. The thing that disgusts you the most has to be the, the wall in between you and the things, the impulses. It has Something has to be there to stop you, to make you think about what's on the other side of that, and that you don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a dookie boy. I don't want to walk around smelling like St. Bernard shit. Or German Shepherd shit. You don't want to smell like that. Just think about when you take a dump, what it smells like. And you're in a pit full of that. You're not getting in my car.
1: That's the only way home.
0: Hey, nope. You got those. <laughs> no. Yeah. So that's how you got to think about it. You got to think of something. You got to develop something that is going to help you To be successful just for that day. And if you take one day at a time, next thing you know, 365 of them have gone by. And now you have a count of 365 good days. Don't say they were great days, but good days is better than bad days. Great is a perfect day. That's not life. There's going to be some things that happen. A couple slip ups, but you got to catch yourself. Otherwise, you fall back into that pit again. Oh, there's urine in there too. You know, dogs, they piss and shit at the same time down there. Yeah.
1: Well, my thing is, as long as there's not a lot of bugs in there, I can keep falling in and out of the poop.
0: Okay, so you're, willing to, you're telling me you're willing to keep screwing up because that's what that says.
1: Oh, I thought we were talking about poop, not screwing up.
0: No, that's the screw, the poop is symbolic of the shit that you're going to be in when you screw up. See, that's that's how that goes. Not literally, but that's the symbolic of the shit that you're going to be in, whether it be bad news at the school, whether it be suspension, whether it's detention, whether they're making you do extra work. That's the shit that you're going to be in. And that's not the shit that you should be in, because your day will go easy if you just do the dishes on Monday. So when you walk into that class, the first class, you just do the work that's supposed to be done in that class. You don't worry about the next class. You're not there yet. You focus and do what you're supposed to do in this class. When that's over, then you forget what's going on in this class, the first class, and you go to the second class. And you do what's supposed to be done in the second class. Only focusing on the teacher. Now that's two classes under your belt. As you walk into the third class, you're like, hmm, this gets pretty easy. Hmm, easy. I like easy. Easy like Sunday morning. And then you're practicing that. And before you know it, 30 days of that, well, actually 20 because only five days in the school week. So 20 days out of 30, you're practicing that. Next thing you know, you got it locked down. Done deal. Got one month under my belt, and I didn't get in trouble one time. You know what they call that?
1: Being good.
0: Handling your business. Because nobody's going to handle it for you. You, when they gave you a school ID, how many people on that school ID picture?
1: Just one. Who is that? Me.
0: That's it. That's what you're responsible for. You're not there to entertain the class. You're not a monkey. You're not a clown. You're there to learn.
1: May I throw something in there real quick? Throw it in. So what if, you know, you're handling your business, right? And somebody... Decides they don't like it because you left from the group of the of the of the the, the dookie group mm-hmm. and you got to the non dookie group. Right. And since they don't like that, you didn't switched over. Yeah. And now they want to start an issue, which is completely not
0: your fault. Right. So this is how that works. So now you find. If you don't know how to handle that and you probably don't because you don't have the experience in that at that point, you, 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 you go home and you tell your father or your mother, whoever's there, and you say, hey, this is the issue that I'm having today. I'm in class. I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to do my work because I'm tired of screwing up. I'm tired of smelling like shit. Don't use those words, but I'm tired of smelling bad. And all I want to do is do good. But this person is upset with me because I don't want to screw off no more. So then I'm going to step in and do like I did at prospect and go in there and tell them this person is causing a problem with my son. He's trying to do his work and learn. And this person just wants to disrupt him and and get him into trouble. Keep distracting him so he can't focus on what he needs to do. So you guys need to either put my son in a different class or move the other person so that every class my son goes to, he can focus on what he needs to focus on. Because the old me would have been like, who is he? And I would have snatched his ass up by the neck. But then, look at that wall. I done fell into the shit. Now I'm smelling like Dookie. So that's not going to get me where I want to be. Getting me where I want to be is getting you to a place where you can focus and comfortable, be comfortable and learn. That's the goal. That's my job. So that's how you deal with that. I know this thing. That deep, deep, That's when the camera stops recording. That's this one. Why does it stop? It's got a good battery life. Yeah, I messed up my position on how I had it. But This is all test stuff anyway. I just wanted to see how it all worked out. So, but yeah, that that's... That's how you do that and if need be, you come home and you you basically, you gauge yourself and you create you a little chart, you get a calendar like that with the big squares on it and every day you come in and you just put something sh- something short and simple up there. Ice Cube got a song called Today Was a Good Day. Today was a good day. Every day you come in there, you put that on your date. Today was a good day. And then you start to look back. You come in, you're looking back you're like, wow, this month's almost over. I got out of 20 days so far, I got 13 Good days. And then you calculate them over the year. You have 20 days a month. School years, nine months. 180 days. So out of 180 days, if you had 15 days a month that were good. Over nine, that would be. 135 good days. you're negative 45 days bad out of a nine-month period. Not bad. It could be better. It could always be better, but that's not a bad start. Out of 180 days that's in there, you only had 45. So that's averaging about a day, one bad day a week, a little over that. One and a quarter bad days a week compared to every week being a every day in the week being a bad week so you got to think you got to develop practices that's going to get you where you want to be that's the kicker getting you where you want to be so On that note, we will conclude this episode of my life.
1: Or the, or the amazing life of Othello Chase.
0: Uh, right now, it's not so amazing. We're not there yet, but we'll just say my life. Because those are good days in there and there's bad days. There's up and down days. I have the same things I have to deal with. The same, but it's more pressure on me. Because see, if you fail, they just keep you in the same grade. You still get to eat lunch. Still ride the bus. Me, if I fail whole house fails. That means we get evicted. That means the car get repossessed. That means we have no groceries. All this light that's burning right now, there's no electricity. Yeah, homelessness. Sleeping on the street. That's what happens if I fail. So imagine the amount of pressure that's on me. I gotta make it happen some kind of way every day. Just to wash the clothes, making sure the tie pods is there. I gotta make sure that takes place every day. It's work. And then when things screw up or when I make a mistake, it's costly. I don't get very many do-overs, so I got to try to make it right every time, which makes me have to put up a wall and think about my actions, the consequences of them, and think them out carefully so that they can become successful days and not bad days. So, we can use these as talking points. Not talking points, but opportunity to talk about everything. And I can learn how to work the machinery better too. Until I get to a place where I'm very good at it and get the things set up and here the way they're supposed to get set up. I may have to get a different mic stand Um, I may have to get One that's on the floor For you Or for any Or get a bigger A higher chair Or a separate desk For this Sit it back there Where all this stuff can be mounted Uh, I don't know yet So let me do this. That's a bad day. That's a bad day. Let me find a good day. Oh, that's not a good day.
1: Try the red one.
0: That's the, that's the intro. Well they're laughing, they got to have a good day. Well, the green is a bad day. Blue is a terror day. That sounds like a little horror movie. Jason's coming to get you. That's definitely not a, that's definitely not a good day. You're walking through the woods you're hearing the crickets and all of a sudden here's the score And then you start hearing crackling somebody's stepping on twigs and they're cracking little branches breaking. And it's pitch black outside, and you can't see anything. And you're trying to go forward, but then again, you're looking behind you, looking around you. You stumble, you trip and fall, twist your ankle.
1: White girl moving horror movies.
0: And then you hear the crickets again. You don't hear anything. That means. The killer is close.
1: You might as well give up now.
0: You're still alive.